Welcome to the Action Takers Podcast. I'm your co-host, Nate. we got JC here with us, as always. JC, how's it going? It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours. And take what's ours. It's, uh, it's, it's, going, it's going pretty good. And the, the holidays were eventful and fun and had an opportunity to spend a lot of time with some family that I have not spent some time with in like 10 plus years. So that was pretty cool, pretty unique. It was uh, it was a good holiday. How was yours? It was good. It was, it was not long enough. Uh, as always, it like flew by. Uh, but yeah, it was good. Spend time with family and just uh, get to relax. I feel like it, it, it kind of slows down for a day. Um, yeah, it, it does. And and how, how old are your kids? Five and nine. Five and nine. So you're, you're still six to nine. So what, so my kid is four and dude, it's, I don't know about you and I don't know if your kids are kind of getting out of this phase, but dude, it is like a magical time of the year. Like my kid woke up Christmas morning was like, did you guys hear Santa last night? He was stomping around the freaking stairs. It was, I think he was on the roof and I was like, dude, like that is, that is awesome to wake up with that much energy and like belief in something. And it's just, it was pretty remarkable. It was pretty cool. And it was a pretty cool experience. I don't know. Are your kids still in that, in that phase? Yeah. I mean, it, not quite as excited, but yeah, they, you know, they're still definitely uh, excited for it. And um, yeah, they, they enjoyed it. All that good stuff. Well, it, so we got to like, like I explained, we got to, you know, got to visit some family and, you know, that we haven't had in the last several years. And I wanted to, I wanted your opinion on this. Cause like when we got back from our like little, you know, family trip, we had to travel a little bit, but then we got home and I was kind of like worn out. And my wife looked at me and she's like, you know, sometimes I feel like when you, uh, when you are around your family and my family, it just seems like the next day you're just kind of worn out. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of feel that way. Like I'm not very motivated. I just seem kind of worn out. She's like, well, why is that? And I'm, I was thinking about it. I'm like, it's funny because when, when you live a different lifestyle and you're like trying to chase some goals that are pretty crazy to the rest of the people in the world, you you, you kind of get yourself into this position where you have to like defend yourself and like explain every step of the way. They're like, why the hell are you training for a marathon? What do you, what do you, you're 35. What do you have to prove? And I'm like, well, I haven't even told you the other crazy race I'm thinking about doing a fucking hundred miles. So it was just, I don't know if you have that same kind of that, uh, I don't know, that, that same experience as I do, but sometimes it's a bit, uh, it's a bit challenging or a bit, maybe, uh, I don't know, it gets me all worked up. You know, years ago, you know, it, it was, there was a lot more family for the holidays. Now it, it's kind of uh, a lot of stuff has dispersed my family. I've had family move out of state. Uh, not live as close, you know, a lot of things have changed. So yeah, I'd, I'd say probably like five, 10 years ago, it, it was a lot like that. I mean, for Christmas Eve or, or Thanksgiving, like everyone's around tons of people to, you know, like you said, you're just, you're just doing all this stuff. And then the next day you are definitely exhausted. Uh, but now it, it's a lot more mellow, um, you know, not as many, not as much family getting together for, for the holidays. So um, I don't have that same experience now, but a few years ago, I definitely understood. Yeah, like I said you're talking to more people, more people catching up. So, uh, yeah, there would be a lot more of that. Not so much anymore, though. Dude, it just it, it was just driving crazy because I was thinking about it. And I'm like, what? What? I don't think I'm that different. I don't. Th- I'm. And it was funny because my wife's like, "Well, you're you're trying to explain. You're trying to sell them on it, and you don't need to. Like, they they're gonna live their own life, and that's fine. 
you know, don't, you know, they don't, they don't listen to the action takers podcast. Okay. You need to, you need to get through that, you know, through, and I'm like, well, maybe they should. Cause maybe, you know, maybe we change some lives here. Cause good God, if you listen to us every week, you're going to get probably inspired. You're probably going to get fired up. You're probably going to make some change. And uh, you know, as, as the new year comes in, you know, there's things, you know, people talk about it. And at one point in time, I was like, the cookie fucking crumbles. Like you just got to make a decision. You got to go for it. Like you can't, you can't continue to live the same lifestyle and expect a different outcome. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, what is that? The definition of, you know, being crazy or something, insanity. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that I was thinking about. Definitely. I mean, and that that's inspiring. The change is, is what we're uh, trying to do right with, with ourselves. And then, you know, hopefully we inspire change with others. Uh, yeah. And, and just what, I think when you're kind of dialed in, it's just like one thing, right? Like you said, you don't have to change a bunch, but what, what are you going to change this year? What are you going to change today? Um, and and you know, some people, you know, you got that whole list. I'm going to do five, 10 different things. And it gets overwhelming. It's probably why they don't, you know, it lasts a couple of weeks, but, but yeah, at least one or two things, what are you going to change that you aren't doing to do that throughout the year to freaking spare yourself? <laughs> well, I was, I was having a conversation with someone and they're like, all right, getting out drinking. I'm not going to eat any more carbs. I'm going to intermittent fast. I'm going to try and drink some more water. And then I'm going to start hiking. And I'm like, you haven't done any of that shit this last year. Like what, what, what is, what is a couple days from now going to do? Like what, what magic switch, like just do it now. And they're like, it's a good point. And I'm like, yeah, just do it. Fine. Just start now. Like don't, don't wait until the first of the year. Like everyone else does like get a jump on it now. And maybe instead of doing all six of those things, maybe just do like two of them. You know, because and then, you know, a month in, add a third one. You know, don't, you know, don't get overwhelmed with this incredible change of lifestyle. And my wife looks at me and she goes, first of all, you are the worst. You're the biggest hypocrite I've ever heard. Because she was like, you, you're the idiot that goes, I'm going to run a marathon, but I'm going to do it in seven, eight weeks. So you just go out there instead of like taking it gradual, you know, gradual steps, you run a half marathon in first five days running like you're you're a horrible example and you know i had to agree with her i'm i am not the best example you know do do what i say not what i do because i occasionally just kind of go over the top but we are working on uh leading by example that's that's what we do here at the action takers podcast we lead by example (laughs) i mean it's it's one of those things that like i just i have a hard time like going with the grain and like trying to i don't know i'm just i don't know it's, it's just one of those things that you, you know, you kind of either just have to laugh at or, you know, I, I particularly don't want to change. I like the freaking, you know, nose of the grind and freaking do 10 different things and then get burnt out half the year. It just seems like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I should take my own advice. I, I but I will agree. Like, like the whole, and I think I talked about it on our last episode, just like giving up the soda was one thing. Like I just randomly decided I'm going to stop doing and I've done it for, you know, three, four months now. And it's like, it, it's, it's, it's a, it shows how in a part of like doing 70 grand card and, and creating those habits, like, man, if you just do one habit and it's so easy, once you get past that certain threshold to where it's like, you, you're able to do it, like giving up something and don't even think about it. Don't even want it. Don't even crave it. So, yeah, I mean, and, and like that, you know, list of stuff, man, carbs and, and drink more, you know, you get too many things, but yeah, one or two things, I think people, it's easier to manage and easier to uh, stick to. Um, and then it's just, it's, it's a cool feeling. We're looking back like, cool. I, I did this now. Now what, what else can I do next? 
Well, it, yeah, it's 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 one of those things that I'm, you know, I wake up Christmas Eve and I again I'm like, all right, well, I got 15 miles to run, and I decided to run on a trail, which I don't know if you've ever ran on a trail. That is that is putting like it, that's like it's like driving like a Honda Civic on a race car track and then just jumping up to like a fucking Formula One car. I had no business being out there. I was underdressed. I was underprepared. It was so funny. I, I did a YouTube video on it and uh, I'm out there and I, I get a phone call from my family like, oh, you know, Merry Christmas. Hopefully everything's going well. What, do you, what are you guys up to? And I'm like, well, I'm I'm in the middle of the woods running right now. And they're like, run. It's Christmas Eve. Like, don't you take a day off? And I'm like, well, no, it was on the schedule. I fucking I got to get it. I got to get it in. You know, and they're like, well, how far are you like a mile or two? And I'm like, Oh no, I'm on mile 14. And they're like, of what? Like, where are you running? Are you running to Atlanta and back? And I'm like, no, no, no. It's I just got one more mile. I can talk to you because I'm, you know, exhausted. My my freaking water pack had frozen. It was so fucking cold out. And uh it got me thinking, it got me thinking that like a lot of people are doing they're they're making excuses or they're giving their some some selves some days off when it doesn't necessarily need to be a fucking day off. You know what I mean? Like it's it's one of those things like, yeah, it's Christmas Eve, like just go out and get your shit done and then enjoy the rest of the day knowing that you accomplished something fucking difficult or something hard or maybe something that just needed to get done. And uh, it just cracked me up because I, I got a room full of people on speakerphone yelling at me like, you're an idiot. Like, what are you doing? They're like, how cold is it out there? I'm like, it's 15 degrees. They're like, what? Like, what do you, what do you wear? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm wearing shorts. What do you, <laughs> what do you run in? You know, and it just I don't know, kind of cracked me up. Yeah, well, the one the one uh, 10K run I did this year was a trail run, so it was very interesting. I, I didn't even know how to prepare for it, so I did it, and I just did it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely a running, you know, up and down the little hills and freaking the, the, the trail itself was, like, barely enough for one person. So you got people passing you both, <laughs> both directions, you know, crossing uh, little streams and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, and this was uh, – yeah, it was in the beginning of the year, so it was, it was nice and cold. It wasn't quite uh, 15 degrees, but, you know, it's probably in the 40s, maybe. So, uh, yeah, I, I didn't know what to wear either. It was like, I guess shorts and a long sleeve shirt, and that was it. I mean, Dude, I, I was out there in, like, mile two, my fucking – I'm wearing this, like, hydration, like, running pack thing, and I'm like, man, I, I really need some water. Like, I ran downhill for, like, two miles, and I'm like – Probably should hydrate a little bit, grab my little water spigot thing, and I'm sucking on. I'm sucking. I'm like, this damn thing's broken. And then I like, I bend it, and all I hear is this cracking noise of the ice breaking. And I'm like, oh my god. So I didn't get, I didn't get water for eight nine miles, but uh, until it warmed up. Well, actually, I shoved the tube in my shirt to heat it up in my body. Now I've got an ice cube down the middle of my stomach, and I'm like, Gee, what are we doing out here? And it was one of those mental gaps that, and like David Goggins pops in my head, like, stop being a bitch, you know, like do hard shit. <laughs> like, Jesus. Okay. Like, just keep going and you'll figure it out or you, or you'll just pass out of this trail and hopefully someone finds you on Christmas Eve. And, uh, you know, I got through it and fucking, you know, it, it worked itself out. Oh my gosh. That, that was like one of his stories in his books. I remember when he was like trying to, I think it was before he went to his navy seal training when he was like trying to run and it was like at night it's freezing cold because he's like lived in uh, ohio or wherever or, um and yeah i just remember he's talking he's on this dark road and yeah it's the same type of thing 
but yeah, whenever you need motivation, that's all you got to think of uh, is, is David Goggins, whether, whether you, you read, read the book or you watch his freaking his stuff on Instagram or, or YouTube or wherever he has motivational stuff. Yeah. Pretty good. Calls you out on you. Just think of it. Like, I got to keep doing this. Well, it, so, I, you know, occasionally when, so when I run, I listen to a couple different things. Like the first couple miles, I'm like fucking heavy metal, just fucking get out there and try and smoke myself, you know, before I even, even the run starts. And then I start listening to like a podcast and then I get bored of that. I listen to a book and then I start listening to like, you know, motivational shit or comedy. And my wife's like, so in the marathon, are you allowed to listen to music? And I'm like, of course I am. Well, why would I not be able to? And sure enough, the fucking race is a God on a goddamn highway and you're not allowed to listen to music. She's like, you better figure that shit out. Like you can't, you just, you and your thoughts for you know four and a half five six hours out there and it's uh it's one of those things that like so i i turned my shit off and i started running without music and dude it it's crazy on how much like fucking time you have to like think about some shit and uh i don't know got got me thinking about next year and like kind of some of our goals and you know dreams and aspirations and and we talked about a little bit uh last week but um you brought up a topic of plans for social media in 2023 what what does that mean nate what what, what do we got what do we got on the books this year and for me i like said so that's i was getting getting ready with the whole new year and i was just like man what what do i need to do that's different and, and i think more uh documenting you know like the freaking the daily life right because you know usually yeah it, it is a documentation usually i'm just posting pictures or maybe some, but it's like getting more into it like what's going on um like what what i'm doing and and those things because i think like that's what um you know some of these some of the big counts you know that's what some people are doing i mean like that's just it's it's they're documenting their daily life and i think i really want to do that more um get more into that um and just expand on what i've been doing with more of the fitness stuff more of the food stuff like it just it's just an expansion but really hey documenting every day consistently throughout the day it's um so which platforms are you gonna tackle this year what i mean what is kind of what are what are the kind of the avenues or maybe have you picked just one um, well, to chase I'm after still, and get after it i'm still gonna stick with instagram and then and then just expand on the youtube like the youtube still been slowly growing um you know and just probably get into more uh still hitting the shorts a lot but then just get maybe into sh- shorter vid- short videos you know maybe those two to three minute ones and see how that um yeah, because I think I've gotten like up to 91 subscribers on just doing shorts. No, you know, no, just music, right? On, on these things. So just kind of expand on that, um, you know, and maybe get some more better audio with with the YouTube stuff. And then just really hit the Instagram still doing a lot more of that. It's, um, I think, so like for me, at least in 2023, my, and I've kind of started this so far, I've, I've legitimately deleted most social media platforms from my fucking phone. TikTok is no longer on my phone. I realized that like halfway through last year, this in 2022, I was posting a lot on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and fucking trying to make all this short form content. And it really was fucking killing me. Like I hate telling this little bitty tiny story and and just making it clickbaity. It just, it just wasn't for me. And I recognize that like, I would, I would give myself excuses to be on TikTok. Be like, oh, I'm doing research. You know, like I spent an hour doing research and it's just me fucking flipping through videos and it's not, you know, it's just like, fuck, what am I doing? So 
I think so for me at least, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be YouTube and YouTube only. I am I am only gonna post uh on YouTube and it's all gonna be long form. I was listening to um you know, a guy, I don't know if you've ever read the book, um, super fans by Pat Flynn. He he's mm-hmm. been doing social media for a long time and he did this one experiment with TikTok, and, or just short form videos. And he gave himself 30 days. And by like day, like 20, he was, he realized that he was chasing like clickbaity stuff and recognized that like, he wasn't really providing any value. He's just providing that kind of that real quick entertainment, hopefully to get millions and millions of views. And then he looked at the analytics and this guy's got millions of subscribers. He's got hundreds of thousands of YouTube followers. He's, he's, you know, he's created a, a, a business, a community, all these things in the past 12, 15 years. And he recognized one thing that I took away from was he was chasing the wrong thing. And he was chasing, like he, he's always been chasing not views or clicks, but just the education in the sense of like providing people just a mass amount of value. And he's like, I just can't like I can't provide value if the thing only lasts like two days. If I'm banking on that, my short form video from TikTok is only going to be up there for two days. Like you can find it, but no one's actively searching for it because the algorithm hasn't picked it up. And he goes, well, where YouTube podcasts and some of the YouTube shorts and the like the Instagram stuff, it's more it's a little bit longer form and it's a little bit um, evergreen in the sense of the content is going to be there it's searchable. It's, it's attached to something where people, you know, either a a month from now, two years from now, four years from now are going to be able to find that stuff and hopefully help them out. Yeah. Well, and and that is a great thing about YouTube. Like what, no matter what it is, it's like you freaking uh, uh, get your, your title, right. Get all the stuff in the right. And it's like, like you said, it's there forever, Whether, whether it's like educational, like how to freaking, change your oil filter or how to, you know, whatever it is. Like I figured I had to do something for a refrigerator. I Googled it, watched this video. I don't know. It was like two, three years old and it helped me get fixed the refrigerator. But it's like, it's crazy that there is that there's just stuff on there. It's a library that you can build off of. And it, it's just going to be there, you know, as long as YouTube's around and it can still get these views, like I said, years and years later. So it, it does have that, um, longer longer value i guess to well for the end user but it, it, and as a creator because like you know it's going to be there and people will still be able to find it like i said where unless someone's scrolling down your instagram um it's not you know it's not going to be found for educational purposes at least well and i think so like as i get farther into the journey in 2023 my my again my biggest focus is going to be youtube and it's going to be long form content um that hope that i'm going to then lean into email subscribers and then from there hire someone to essentially cut up the short form or the long form stuff into short form content and then be able to post it to other platforms that will hopefully be a lead generation back to YouTube, which then will funnel them to the email list, which the email list then will funnel them into some type of product or some type of service that we can provide. And the other like, and that's my personal stuff when it comes to like the social media stuff, especially with the new travel channel. Um, but for like the, uh, for this podcast and my other podcast, I'm, I really want to focus on, um, creating a ton of podcasts where, you know, you, you brought it up last episode, the fact that like, you don't have to be the best. You just have to outlast everyone. And I think more episodes 
just builds that library and people can go and find it. And it's, again, it's one of those evergreen pieces of content that, you know, podcasting, like if I, there's a few people in my world that they don't know what a podcast is. That when I tell them like, no, oh, Hey, I, you know, produce podcasts once a week. And they're like, what's that? It's like a radio show. And I'm like, no, we're not on the radio. It's like on your phone. Like it's the Apple podcast thing. And uh, it's just, you know, so that's kind of my, it's kind of my plan. Well, it, it, it's, it's great. like, even me, like I did not really start listening to podcasts. I think until like the end of 2019. I mean, yeah. Okay. So we're talking about three years, but like, even that's like, to me, I'm, I'm, that's still relatively new to that. And they're in, in, yeah, there's a bunch of people that still don't even know uh, about podcasts either. So, I mean, which, which like anything, it just, we have plenty of, uh, what do you want to say? There's plenty of people out there that, that will still, you know, just discover and grow your, I guess your market share, be a part of that. Cause like, even like, I mean, Joe Rogan's a good interview, but when you look at, he has like thousands of episodes, you know what I mean? Like he's on that same thing. Like he's been doing it forever, right? Like for since the beginning, or there's a lot of people that have been doing, doing it since like 2015. Um, and obviously yeah, they're all great and people and you, you know about them, but you know, why are they so great too? Is, is just for that reason too. They've been doing it for so long. So um, just like anything, the longer you do it, the more, the better you'll be at it. And just, just outlast people and people eventually get to get tired and then you, grow well and i also think that like so i started listening to this other new podcast because I've, I've kind of shifted my like education like I, for the last like two three years i have been one of those guys who's consumed a bunch of shit and now i'm like ready to you know i'm ready to put it in action i've kind of learned from other people i've learned from my own mistakes and i started looking at my list of podcasts and I'm like, i don't want to listen to any of this shit like i've already listened to that episode you know what i mean and then so I, look, I started looking for new things that I was, I'm currently getting into or I'm am into, and I started listening to other new ones. And they're not new to, they're not, they're not new to the rest of the world. They're new to me. So I found this one, and he's interviewed some really unique people that I now follow. And I'm like, shit, he's got, he's been doing this for 800, 900 episodes, and I had no clue who this guy was. I just didn't. And now I'm now I'm kind of in that world. And I think I think at least for me, like the sheer number, like when I look at someone who's like, you've produced 800 podcasts. OK, well, these people know what they're talking about. You know, they've dedicated their fucking life to it. You know, like Joe Rogan, 2000, 3000, 4000 episodes, whatever the number is. It just shows you that you're like, OK, they've been doing it a while and they're probably pretty good at it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's like watching the NFL. They're not going to stick some rookie out there who's never played football and just expect them to be okay. Like, that's just not going to happen. It takes years of reps. And uh, I think that's, at least for me, I mean, when, when we talk about our goals for this particular podcast and, and you say we want to get to 100 episodes uh, by the end of next year, dude, I, I think that's an awesome goal because I think it's going to, you know, right now we have an average of three downloads an episode. And I'm assuming one is for me and one from you. And then there's <laughs> someone out there who, you know, is enjoying the content enough to download it every week and listen to it. And it's something that I think if we just continue to provide value, but also our own, our own journey in our own lives, like we're going to tell other people about like, Hey, we have this fucking podcast. If you want some motivation or some fucking actual tips week in and week out, you might want to fucking subscribe. That or some, you know, the occasional entertainment when we just, you know, <laughs> we like just ramble. Yeah. We're just going to have, 
definitely to get all those episodes we will have a range of these topics you know we're getting to the political entertainment well it just just be the, the the whole buffet of of topics that you can listen to which which every expert goes don't do that you know but yeah. at the same time i look at some of the greats and i'm like i i think about it i'm like like gary v or grant cardone or you know bradley or uh joe rogan or some of these other podcasters and you recognize that like if they're not having a good time talking about whatever that they're into, like everyone says, Oh, niche down, niche down, niche down, you know, find this super small niche. Like sometimes like, it's just not going to work. Like it's just not possible. Like Joe, Rogan, whatever he's into, those are the people he wants to talk to. And it's unique because it's, he's not the most like creative or best, you know, interview in the world. Like I've seen some episodes where he's hiring a kite and I'm like, this is not a good podcast. You know, it's interesting because they're both high, but other than that, like it's kind of boring. Yeah, and and there are those those podcasts out there that are super niche. And, and but even like uh, freaking Brad Lee, he he doesn't just interview uh, business people. He'll interview all kinds of different people. People you know um, that are whether you know into fitness or into you know into different stuff. That and then there some of them I know he's had on there that aren't even like they're successful, but that's not like it's not like he has freaking millionaires on there every single episode. Bill, you know what I mean? He, he Brad Lee will have a good good. Uh, mixture of, of guests so it isn't always the same type of thing um and i always listen to business stuff so which like i said i think it's good too because it's just like sometimes you'll have a guest on here you never heard of all of a sudden it's like oh this guy's interesting you'll follow them look into them more and, and it's just yeah it's just something different i agree it's 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 one of those things like there's so many people i've discovered by just like listening to interesting people who have interesting people on and it's like Fuck, that's that's pretty cool. I didn't know anything about you. And now now I'm looking into this world of ultra runners. No freaking clue. No clue that it was this big. You know, it's just it's just interesting. Do you um, do you Chad Wright? Who? Chad Wright. Chad Wright. No idea. What does, uh, what does he do? He's a former Navy SEAL, but he does ultra marathons. So uh, he did this thing recently, right before Christmas to raise money. He ran on a treadmill for 24 hours straight. So um, he's someone you probably can do get, you know, for your, uh, your ultra running, I'd, I'd, uh, follow him. He has some good stuff, uh, there, but yeah. So yeah, he just recently ran 24 hour, 24 hours straight on a treadmill, which, uh, man, you want to talk about freaking hurting. I'd have to say that pretty, uh, uncomfortable after that. What I would be bored out of my mind that, that take, that's such a mental challenge. Like, and I'm, you know, as I'm studying these ultra runners and realizing that, you know, Part of ultra running is not actually running. It's just, it's like, it's more survival. And that's so cool. Like it's, it's funny. Cause like I've trained with a few Navy SEAL or ex Navy SEALs in the past and their, their ability, the mental like side of their game is so fucking strong. They can just work through shit. That is just where I'm like, I want to fucking quit. Like this is just horribly miserable. Like we're crawling through fucking mud and shit and just, we're having the, it's getting, we're getting pissed rained on. It's just horrible. And they're like, just chugging along. Like, oh, fuck, it's another day. You know, we got to get through it. And then it's like, fuck, I take so much inspiration from those guys. And yeah, look at this guy. I mean, he is a beard, beardly looking guy. He's got an orange long beard. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> He's got a spandex on. I, I'm going to look like this guy here in a few, few months. Well, it, it's funny. Whenever they've talked about their training, like they, they, that's what they say. It doesn't matter how fit you are, the people, all it was is just, can you get to the next day? Like getting through 
uh, buds was all about that mental toughness of just getting through the next evolution, the next day, like, and same thing with even that, right, running an ultra marathon, they're not necessarily doing it the fastest. It's just like not giving up the whole time, you know, just keep moving forward. Uh, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy to watch, watch these people do, uh, do that for a freaking a long time, just running and just keep moving essentially. Just keep moving just for fucking 24 hours. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, I was watching this ultra marathoner out in Georgia and I was, I, so I ran 15 miles. It's fucking freezing ass cold. And I was just pissed. Cause like I was pissed through the entire time. Cause my average like mile pace was ridiculously slow. Like at one point in time, it hit 14 minutes a mile and you could pretty much fucking walk faster than 14 minute, 14 minute mile. And I was like, so frustrated with myself. And then I watched this guy who ran hundred miles in less than 24 hours through the mountains of Georgia, which I am fucking running very similar trails as this guy. And he was given his times and, and I was like, Oh fuck. I was right on pace with this dude. Like why Why am I not looking at the bigger picture of things? And it's just one of those, I had to like take a quick second. I'm like, okay, I'm fine. Like I'm totally like I'm on pace with this guy who's run a hundred ultra marathons. Like there's no way that like I'm going to be as fast as him when I'm as fast as him right now. It just, it was remarkable. Yeah, right. It's just just freaking one one bite at a time or, or one one mile at a time. It uh all right. We got um I want before we get to the end of the actual show, I want everyone, if you're listening, if you enjoy what we're providing, uh, you know, content-wise, you see any value to it, please share it with someone or you know, uh not like and subscribe. I don't know. It uh it's one of those things that like I don't think I don't think we ask enough and I want to that's 2023 I'm going to do better I'm going to ask more I'm going to ask for people just to share the damn show the next topic on our list uh Nate and I had Nate and I usually come up with topics like right before the show and one of the things that I've been diving into is socks okay I never thought the world of socks would be so important for fucking running I today I was out for just an easy six mile run okay that was the goal six miles no big deal. I put on these like, like fitting socks that are like kind of like compression style. They got like little like bands that look like for running and they vented and all this bullshit. Dude, about two miles into it, it felt like I was running in fucking roller skates. Like my feet were going numb and it was just like the worst feeling in the world for like the next three miles until my feet just completely went entirely numb. I'm like, there's something wrong. So I had actually bought these special socks called Ingenini. Ingenini toe socks. Bet if you're into running at all or working out and you have bad feet, which I, you know, if anyone just type in David Goggins' feet, he clearly does not wear toe socks. Um, I highly recommend toe socks and body glide on your feet. For whatever reason, it is a game changer. My feet have never felt better in my life. You look like a goofball wearing them. Like I recommend, I don't recommend wearing them just out. Okay. Don't go to the store with them. Don't wear them with sandals. Just only wear them with your running shoes because they will change your life. They're expensive. The most expensive pair of socks I've ever bought in my life. I think it was $14 at REI. And they don't like, and you got to wash them every time because now I'm running like, you know, I got like, I got my laundry schedule every like third day, which is annoying. But it, uh, anyways, that's my topic on socks. Nate, do you have any, uh, any, any feedback on socks? 
Uh, you know, I haven't bought special socks for running. You know, I didn't, I don't think I was running long enough. So I just wore, you know, regular socks. Uh, but it, it, it reminds me though of like, of, you know, John Wooden, the uh, UCLA coach, he were like the first day, first practice, whatever. He would just teach everyone how to put on socks correctly. Cause like, you know, it, it, it was obviously attention to detail, all this stuff, but uh, you know, that matters too, though, that you're wearing your socks because you're doing so much running correctly. You know, I don't know what the correct way is, but it's just that that kind of just reminds me of like it, and you're running freaking miles and miles and miles that stuff like that matters. And, you know, some people getting into it won't even think about like, oh, I got to wear the correct socks, correct shoes, correct, you know, some certain things correct. So you can just last and uh, and I have your feet go numb or freaking turn black or your toenails are gonna fall off no matter what i think but it i i agree with the toenail thing i'm i am missing like half of two toenails which is which is gross today i'm pretty sure i'm gonna lose them because my two toes turned black and blue again which is which means there's blood behind the nail and it's just not gonna be good it's gonna be very painful later tonight but i just it just it just cracks me up because like you and i talk about like niching down and we we sometimes talk about a bunch of different shit but then I look at this, like this company themselves, and it's just all they produce are socks for running. Like that's all they do. And it's just so remarkable that there's a market for $14, $15 socks in a special way. And it just, it got me thinking for like 2023, like what, what business out there that you could start that's so specific that the, you only sell one product, one thing. And it, it just got me thinking, and I'm like, stop, like, stop trying to solve the world's problems. But then I'm I'm guessing this company solved their own problem first and realized that other people had the same problem. And I, it just cracked me up. Like, what could I do? What what problem that I could solve for myself in 2023 that would help affect everyone else? And it just got me thinking. It got my fucking like, you know, my my entrepreneurial fucking you know brain spinning. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, any of those, I mean, cause REI in itself is a specialty store, right? I mean, it's a store dedicated to uh, the outdoors, right? Outdoor lifestyle. And then you're like, yeah, you look at all the products in there. I mean, all that stuff is, is really niche that, that they're selling in there. That's just dedicated to, you know, certain things. So it, it is, uh, it is remarkable when you really look at some of these things, like, man, it's a company that is making this, making that, like all these things. And, and that's just REI and, and, being an outdoor store. I mean, you can, whatever the other stores are, there's just so much stuff in it. It's, it is one of those things that is remarkable. And like you said, it, it usually starts with what problem am I solving for myself? Uh, I'm sure other people have this problem. Let me produce these for everyone. Um, so you, you brought up something earlier. It was about food and I know you got to go eat, but I wanted your opinion on something. I know nothing about food prepping or food planning or anything really about nutritional. Like the only reason, like one of the reasons why I got into this long distance or anything is I pretty much can eat whatever the hell I want. As long as it sits well with my stomach, as long as I'm not parked on the side of the trail, you know, wiping my ass with a fucking pine cone. That's the goal, right? And, uh, you know, bring your body enough nutrients and energy to essentially execute whatever the task is, whatever the, whatever the miles is, whatever the elevation that you're going to climb. What is your thought process on putting something together like that for maybe maybe specifically you documenting it 
and and maybe I could just you know take a copy of that and maybe implement it in my life. Uh, you mean as far as actual meals? Yeah, no, I'm I'm not saying you come to my house and cook my no. meal for me. I'm saying like you know like kind of give kind of a guide. No, yeah, you know, and that's like even what I was kind of talking about the documenting of of what I'm wanting to do for this year is is doing that right like we've talked about like a, a newsletter, but like, yeah, like how can I get more in depth of the things I do? Like, Oh yeah. Here's a picture of this chicken and rice and, and what I made, but it like get more in depth of like, boom, this is nine ounces of chicken cook, you know, how did I cook it this time? What I season it with? What is it? What kind of rice am I using? What kind of salt, you know, like, yeah, that, that's where I definitely want to get more in depth. And then even that, like, oh, here's the meal plan. Here's a PDF or whatever it is of really um, getting more in depth of what I'm doing to provide uh, to that education or information. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 that's, that's the goal. Dude, because that's one of my, that's like one of my biggest problems is in this like journey. Like I went, I went on some longer runs and I'm packing these gel packs you know, when they fucking freeze, they taste like a shitty slushy. And you're like, that's cool. And you get this boost of energy. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm getting this energy. Like, I, I wish I could reper like reproduce this somehow in like my daily life so that I'm not relying on these fucking little gooey packs of sugar that just get everywhere. Um, and uh, I was thinking about you and I was like, like, this is a problem that I need solved. And I don't know how to solve it. Like everyone, everyone that does it online, it's so vague you know what i mean like it i feel like i feel like there's a product out there that's like all right listen like you what are you into oh you're you're gonna you know you want to bulk up and you want to be you know gain 80 pounds okay this is how you do it if you want to just you know not pass out and you know on the side of a trail shitting down your pants you know what does that meal plan look like and what is it you know it just i don't know what i don't know which direction i need to go in but it's something that maybe you and i need to have a conversation after the podcast like hey jc you you need to stop eating pop tarts before you go for your run okay because that's what i did today i ate a pop tart okay Man, it, cold pop tart i saw the table of chad Wright when he did that 24 there there was some there was some healthy stuff but then there was some stuff uh like that where it's just like you just need those freaking sugar and carbs to keep going because uh, your body's just gonna freaking after 16 hours or however long you just need some of that stuff dude it some of these ultra runners that are like it's like when you run 100 miles it's like going on a picnic which just runs in between picnics and uh you know it's because they're drinking like i didn't realize like i was looking at these tables of like their aid stations and what they're yeah. consuming and it's like it's like breads and it's fucking like pancakes and quesadillas and pretty much all the shit i like and then then even they're like oh yeah i had a had a a 12 ounce coke and i'm like what 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 sports world are you sucking down soda you know what i mean and they're like oh i got a great high from the the you know the the caffeine and the yeah. sugar i'm like good god like this is this is kind of my like this is kind of like my dream job right there get those eight stations set up right all right next next if if i sign up for this damn race in may are you do, do you want to be do you want to be a pacer that's i'm not asking you to run the whole hundred just saying, will you go suffer with me for like, you know, you know, five, six hours? You know, what? I might, I might have to think about that. That's one thing that I real quick on things I want to do uh, for 2023. It's not so much travel the world, but I, I, I want to go on more trips. So maybe maybe I'll have to make a, a, a little trip out there to Georgia 
to uh, yeah, do, do do some pacing for you. No, 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 no. It's I I won't be in Georgia. I will be in I will be in your neighborhood. I'll be in Folsom, well, okay. California. All right, well, well, there we go. And that's that much better. If I I will pay your plane ticket, which would be rather short. Um, it uh you know I'll, I'll pay for your gas, which shit is probably the same price as a plane ticket. But you know it's uh it's one of those things that I I would appreciate. So Nate, you yeah. want to wrap it at that? I know you got to get. I know you yeah. got a meeting with uh your food prepper. Um. <laughs> Is that one of the, like, I was thinking about, sorry, last topic. One of the things that when I'm super rich that like I will probably have before I have a fancy car, I've decided is my own chef. Maybe not even a chef that like shows up all day long, but like a chef, like two days a week that does the shopping and like cooks pre pre-made stuff. How cool would that be? It would be, but you know, it's funny. Like a lot of these that people I follow, they're, they're just buying the, the meal preps from the different huge companies uh you know i mean i guess because they're part you know making money from it but still like as well i see that they're just they're ordering these like freaking huge boxes like 30 meals a week gets delivered to your door like that's it's interesting i didn't know that that's another another business like a chef in a box you know just 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 throw in the microwave get it heated up you're you're ready to go huh let's look at that definitely all right well but Till uh, have a, have a happy new year, and uh, oh yeah, next episode is going to be uh, twenty twenty three. So which is which is pretty crazy. It's going to be one of a hundred, I think, or one of seventy. I don't know. I don't know what the number. Is. I can't do public math. It's it's basically we're starting over though, right? We're starting from zero. It's continuing, but but it's new and old. So it's it's kind of one of those things. Good deal, man. Well, uh, don't don't do anything I would do on uh, New Year's Eve. Um, go out there, make some money, do some cool shit. And uh, we'll talk to you next year. All right, man. Have a good one. Later, everybody. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours. And take what's ours.